0: Oh, we're live! Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we're here. And we're excited. So excited to talk to you and just really pump up your eardrums and your earbuds for this Thursday. So get ready to pump, 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 pump it, up. <laughs> it up! pumping it up. Pump it up. Guys, welcome back! It's so good to see you right here because I can see you with my eyeballs and, uh, if you think you're
1: hiding behind your, your phones or wherever you're listening, you're not. We can see everything you're doing. Also, Tracy, gross. I see you. Um, so guys, yeah, welcome back. We're
0: so excited to talk to you about this week's episode. Before we do that, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Oops. Chicago, Illinois. No S. No, no S. No, nine. Uh, They have some great specials every day. They've got happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. where they have snack and chips, or anything that's $11 or less is half off. Plus, they've got some great drink deals, so come in, check that out. Super fun stuff, but they also have daily specials.
1: Tell them what the daily specials, Doug!
0: Daily specials like Monday, you've got one and done Mondays where a keg is tapped at 5 p.m. and they pour it until it's gone and that keg is filled with a very special craft brew, local brew, and it changes every week. And a pint of beer is only three dollars. Three dollar pints. Three dollar pints. You can't beat that deal. Tuesdays are tin up Tuesdays, where all tins are 25% off. 25% off tins. What is a tin? It is the thing that's 25% off on Tuesdays. That's right. It's a can of beer. Yeah. 25% off, y'all. Wine Down Wednesdays, where Wine by the Glass is a dollar off. And dollar off Wine by the Glass! Wine by the Bottle is half-price. Half-price bottles of wine! Thursday, it's select Chicago drafts are five and a half dollars. Five and a half dollars for selects and drafts! And of course, for you brunch people, there's brunch on the weekends. Weekend brunch! Where mimosas and Bloody Marys are only five dollars. Five dollars, mimosas and Bloody Marys! Yeah, monster truck rallies! Yeah, you can't beat it. You guys can't beat it. We love it here. Uh, come check it out, tell them Mind Gap sent you. They'll uh, know what that means. If you're here on Tuesday evenings, you can usually find us down the ENC Lounge. We've there. had a lot of looky loos today. A lot of looky loos. Uh, you come on down, wave to us. Uh, we'll give you the shaka back and be like, "Welcome
2: aboard." <laughs> that's right. Welcome aboard. It's
0: gonna wake you up. That's guaranteed. That's right. So come by, check it out. We love it. Uh, you'll love it too. Uh, and before we get into our episode, uh, we just got to do the thing we've been doing, which is, guys, we need your help. We yeah. need you to go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. We have a
1: special quest, if you will.
0: Go. I don't even know if you can do this on Spotify, but go to Spotify wherever you can, wherever you're listening to our podcast. Go and rate and review our podcast. Uh, leave just something, whatever you, whatever you want to say. We would really appreciate it because it really helps things on the back end. Uh, leave us a review give us a rating so that uh, you know we can do some cool stuff
1: and subscribe and share those are my two things
0: absolutely subscribe share it to it and uh, you know we're, we're looking into potentially streaming on twitch here yeah. very soon to get some pre-roll possibly some posts of what we're doing so you guys can check in with us while we are at the enc lounge you guys can see what's kind of going on behind the scenes. So uh, you can follow us on Twitch. I don't have the details because I'm not professional.
1: But if you search MindGap Podcast, you probably will find you us. we will find
0: us. So we'll be posting and live streaming from there. Uh, we'll be testing that out pretty soon. Yes. So you can always check in and see what's going on with us there. Uh, we want to try and get more engaged with you guys. So exciting stuff. Uh, that being said, uh, we had a very fun episode. Yes, we did. Uh, we talked about a lot of different things. We talked
1: about really critical things mm-hmm. in America, like washing your hands. Uh, it's kind of uh, parlaying from the uh, the previous episode we did about hygiene. Yes. Keeping that theme running into this one because, guys, it's important. We talk
0: about uh, the urinal rules. Right. You know, what
1: do you do at the urinal? Uh, guys, again, I'm putting this out there right now. Listen. Yes. Because this concerns you. Yes, and then we talk about, you know, pooping while talking on the phone. Because it's Mind Gap, and what would a Mind Gap be without poop talking?
0: And very important. uh, Justin and I kind of disagreed a little bit on it, and it was interesting. And then lastly, we started talking about oversharing on social media. You know, lots of really good, fun topics. So uh, sit back, relax, enjoy your lovely Thursday uh, from Justin and Doug, Mind Gap Podcast, just impregnating your ears. Impregnating your ears! Mind Gap Podcast.
1: The and that one. Oh, the oh, going She's got the Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if I ever heard someone chuckle like that, I think I would just really be like, cool, uh, I got to go. <laughs> That's a guy who's like he laughs as he flays the skin off of your oh, body. Oh yeah, if you yeah. yeah, if
1: you hear someone laugh like that, that's not a person that you <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> the prolonged like creepy chuckle, right. like, especially ooh. if he doesn't talk anywhere near that. If yeah. he's just talking like this, and then you say something, he's like, <laughs>
0: like why? What are we doing? Here? And he points his finger <laughs> like that. He's like, ah, you
1: know what I do with this finger? It goes where I want. I'm like what? No, thank you. <laughs> it goes where I want. Uh, pass this finger. This finger goes where the finger wants to go. Speaking
0: of fingers, um, I noticed that there's this guy at work who's a relatively high position, and um, I noticed he does not wash his hands very well.
1: It's interesting you bring this up because I had a conversation with someone today very similar. Please continue. Um,
0: The first time I legit saw him go pee and then leave, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that motherfucker did not just wash his hands. Mm-hmm. And I texted someone real quick. I go, be aware, this guy does not did not wash his hands. I saw him again today, and he did the half-ass wash. He put his hands under the water real quick and then turned it off. And, then, and I was like...
1: Did we have the same conversation with the same person today? Because I feel like you're <laughs> describing exactly, exactly what we were talking about.
0: And I just looked over. I was like, "Dude, you're you're like an important person around here. Like, you you can't do that. Like, you just can't go around that's gross. Half-ass washing your hands or yeah. not washing your hands at all. Like, no, that's inexcusable. Right. The thing is, look, dude, I'm a dude. I grew up most of my life. Half the time I'd wash my hands. Half the time I wouldn't. When I was growing up, it's whatever I felt like. And when I became a real adult, I realized, hey, this is a good thing to make sure that you don't get sick. Sure. And that you know, you it's just it's a good it's a good habit." Uh, do this like right. all the time, and I've always been very impressed in my workplace where I've seen people wash their hands, because for the
1: most part, people do a good job. I, and I see this guy Me that you are impressed by that. We're dudes. Yeah, like well, I know. I know. I've never. Dudes I, are. I don't not wash my hands. Oh, of course. I even as a, a dude, like I, I'm grossed out if I don't wash my hands. Of course. Yeah, and,
0: and you know, I, I you know again, <laughs> I would grow. I, when I look back at. My 50-50 shot of whether or not I was going to wash my hands when I was growing up, like, it's fucking gross. Sure. Like, You know, I'm like, uh-uh, that, that's not a good thing. Nah. So, to, and just to see someone <laughs> in power, like, do this. I heard a story, too, about one time uh, there there was a guy who was interviewing uh, for a job, and um, uh, I think I, I gave the punchline away. But this guy saw this guy in, in the shower, in the shower, Jesus, in the bathroom, and he didn't wash his hands, and he left. And this guy was like, Jesus, who's that? And he went to an interview and it was this guy. And the guy was like, let's shake hands. And he's like, ah, no. Like, <laughs> we're not doing that. It's just the idea that this guy would not wash his hands. Yeah. And, uh, that is really gross.
1: I, there's, and I, I think, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's where you grew up. I don't know if it's like a <laughs> cultural thing. I don't know if it's a, a what, but <clears throat> there's there's a guy at my work too. And there's a couple of them who are just insanely gross. But, there's a guy at my work who did this. I was talking with someone, and they, they witnessed him do it as well, is they'll come out. They'll pee, or they'll come out of the stall, and they'll walk right out. Ugh. And if, if you catch them, like if you see their eye, they'll, they'll walk over, and they'll do the same thing. They'll, oh. they'll get their hands wet, but then they walk out. And I'm like, you did nothing. You did nothing to help the situation. You're gross. Ugh. You're gross. Did I... When we did our whole uh, <clears throat> the whole podcast about uh, hygiene, hygiene, did I tell the story about the guy at the container store?
0: You told me off mic, did I? So tell okay. tell it again.
1: So there's a, there's a guy when I when I worked at the container store, uh, who uh, <laughs> he would he would wash his hands after. No, sorry, he would wash his hands before he peed, and then he would walk out. And it always baffled me. So one time I was like, dude. What's the situation? What's the story behind this? Because this is weird. And he's like, well, he goes, I took a shower this morning. I know where my dick's been. He goes, it's been in my pants. It's clean. I cleaned it this morning. He goes, my hands have been all over the store, right? So, I, he goes, I'm, uh, I wash my hands first to clean them off. I go pee, and then I walk out. And I was like, great. I don't want to touch your dick. Like, I don't care if it's clean. I don't care what. You are touching your genitalia. And now you're just walking on out. Plus, if any pee splashed back in your hands, I don't know why you feel. it. Maybe you just wipe it off in your pants and just go on your merry way, but now I'm touching your pee hands. Like, I don't, it doesn't make, like, I get the base concept, but it's extremely flawed. Your logic is very, very flawed. It's the same, I look at it the same way of, I washed my ass this morning. Soap and water went in the region where my ass crack is. So now after a day of walking around, I'm going to stick my hand down my pants and rub it in my ass crack. And now I'm going to touch something and hand it to you. Do you take it?
0: And not only that, this guy mentioned that his hands have been all over the store. So after he touches his balls, he then goes, continues
1: touching the rest of the store. Right. So now here's the thing. I like this guy. Yeah. And if he listens, dude, I very much absolutely know. I, I love you. But that that's very gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's very flawed. Uh, it's yeah.
0: extremely flawed logic. Like, yeah. Uh, for a hot second, I did that growing up, too, where I'm like, I'll wash my hands first, and then it's done. It's I've like, never no. had the
1: thought of washing my
0: hands Look, man, first. I had a weird childhood, all right? I was trying to figure a life out one day at a time, and it, it, it took a while for me to figure out the whole washing your hands business, <laughs> all right?
1: One one day, Doug had to sit beneath a shady tree, and mm-hmm. he really gave it a think, Yeah, and he really is like, let's figure this let's out. Let's figure this out. and What uh, is washing your hands? Also, there was a long time- Is this w- a social construct that <laughs> I have to conform to? We're- I, I also noticed
0: for the longest time that dudes just wouldn't flush after like they dropped a deuce or went pee. I would just walk in, there's just be a turd floating. And My I'm
1: grandfather like, had a he had a phrase that if it's yellow, let it let mellow, mellow. If it's brown, brown flush, flush it, it down. Because what he, are we doing
0: living on a farm? Is have he, to conserve
1: water? Well, he did. Uh-huh, <laughs> he grew up in South Dakota on a farm, but mm-hmm. he he absolutely adhered to that. I'd walk in when I was younger to the bathroom, and there'd just be yellow water in there, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. Hmm. Yeah, I don't agree with this. <laughs> agree Even then, I'm like, I don't agree with this. This is right. Isn't is that right? <laughs> it's settling. It's <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> I know it's been a few hours. It, most of it has like go- dissipated. I can still see yellow. Like, There's a yellow like hue to this water. I
0: don't like it. It's down by the hole, now right. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it. it. That whole that whole thing was a, a bit of a mystery for me for some reason growing yeah. up, and it's just it pains me now to see that happen. Because, look man, in the comfort of your own home, you do whatever you're gonna do. If you're not gonna wash your hands, that's cool. No sure. one has to know. I'm here yes. at work, watching. and What I also find very funny too, is this guy is very much in shape. Okay, I see him eating salads all the time. He's a guy that's obviously concerned about his health, but he won't wash his fucking hands.
1: Or if he does, he just runs water over them. I'm like, that's not good enough. The water thing is—it's that's a mystery to me because I don't—I don't understand in the slightest what what good that you think that does. Again, I think—are you just conforming going through the motions? To, are you conforming to a social like norm? Like you're like, look, everyone, I'm going to make everyone comfortable. My hands got wet. It's okay. They're cleanish mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That's what you're doing.
0: Or there's two ones. One, it's both hands under, or the other one is one hand kind of goes around and splashes. And then they just, I'm like, what? Right.
1: You just did one hand. Right. You didn't even do both. And now you you get the other one kind of wet by touching them together. He doesn't even do that. He just kind of goes, I played within a cool, I'm good to go. I'm like, you didn't even put your other hand in there. I wonder, wouldn't it be funny if he truly thought that he didn't understand at all what it was for? And so he thinks like there's a ritual that you play with water. Uh, yeah. And right. so he's like, all right, went to the bathroom. Now I do the water ritual. And he just, just yeah, smacks right. the water a few times. He's like, ah, another successful trip to the urinal, to, the, to the the water closet. Ugh, yeah. so gross. Um, I had another thing where, and this, we've talked about this on the podcast before, and this is something that very much uh, boils my onions, if you will. <clears throat> Don't bring is, up onions, all right? I know. This is the last time it, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about that, all right? I, when there are three... Doug, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, a quiz. Okay. All right? I'm holding up three fingers. Okay, for, the middle one. For everyone. <laughs> Doug wins. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> Doug wins. Yes. I, I'm holding up three fingers. Uh, my my index, my middle, and my ring finger, right? So the three are extra. This represents urinals, Doug. Okay. Okay? All right. When you walk
0: into a bathroom... Which one do you go to? Middle. You got you to gotta sit there and claim your space, baby. We're done here.
1: <laughs> you can walk
0: out. You know what? I'm never going to go pee in a bathroom <laughs> with you again.
1: I bet you don't even wash your fucking hands, idiot. Well,
0: well here's the thing. In my bathroom, because yeah. I know where you're going with this, there's th- also three yeah. urinals. Two are normal ones. The one in the middle is one for a child. Wait, the middle one? The middle one. Is, is the shorty? Yeah, it's really weird. The middle one. The middle one. That makes zero sense. Kind of does if you go by the logic which you refer to, which is you go on either side. Interesting. Interesting. And then, but I'm also like.
1: How? No, that makes sense. I like that. Because too, yeah, <laughs> if you're, and if you have a kid that you're bringing in, like you, and you have to go too, it makes sense that you're going to put the kid there and you want. Yeah, it makes sense. I'll, I'll dig that.
0: I mean, but I'm also like, there's no children here. I'm sure you're building this like all, you know, every it, floor is gotta the same. Encase. You got it in case. You got it. You got to have it. You got to do it yeah. like every, every bathroom right. has them. But I'm just like, man, this also, is so weird. Also, you
1: have to consider that little people as well. Exactly. Like if you get a hire that's like that, it has to be ready to go.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. But they don't have step stools I, for the, uh, the washing your hands. Yeah. No, I don't think that's
1: required. No, that's it's that's a hard. I, I, was thinking, I don't know. I was like, how do they wash their hands? Maybe, maybe they don't. <laughs> Maybe they're I don't know. We've already established a lot of people don't yeah, and right? they're gross. Yeah. And so here's all right, so I walk in and there's a dude in the so for us it's the you walk in, the first one mm-hmm. is regular size, the middle one's regular size, the one to the left is mm-hmm. uh short size, right? Mm-hmm. And all guys know, for the ladies who are listening, all guys know that if you walk into a bathroom and there are a set of urinals you go to one side or the other side. You go to the end urinal first. Mm-hmm. That is law. Mm-hmm. Then when the next guy comes in, you go to the opposite end, the, that urinal. And then from there, you go to the middle one and you, got, you, 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 do, you give as much space as you need. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if you've got five urinals, if there's three guys peeing, it should be on one side, in the middle, and the other side, there's a urinal buffer, mm-hmm. right? And then the next guy to come in goes to the, the, goes to the stall. You're urinal just, Buffer
0: sounds like the name of an album or something. Oh, yeah. The Urinal Buffer. The Urinal Buffer. Now it's A, a Mathematical Equation by Justin Strandler.
1: <laughs> it's a 1970s educational album yep. yeah, mm-hmm. called The Urinal Buffer. The Urinal Buffer. Yeah. Um,
0: so, when a man goes to the bathroom, I'm, there are three simple rules to consider.
1: I'm wearing a mustard yellow sweatshirt. <laughs> My hair is longer and slightly curly. I've got a bigger beard and smoking yep. a pipe.
0: Hello yeah. there. You okay. look like you need to pee. <clears throat> Let's go through the Urinal
1: Buffer. Conundrum. <laughs> before anything, you're gonna want to wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how we do it at this because time. Because that's how we do it in the urinal buffer world. <laughs> Don't um, touch your wiener with dirty hands. Make sure your hands are cleaner before you touch your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said that. <laughs> Gandhi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, I apologize. <laughs> Back to the urinal buffer. So,
1: the urinal buffer. So, you get a, a urinal buffer. Right? So, I walk in and some monster is standing in <laughs> the middle of the urinal. Now, I will say this. The only way that that should be, that, that should be the case is if when he walked in, mm-hmm. there was someone on both urinals. Yeah. And he had to go and I'll, sure, go in the middle, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but guarantee you there wasn't because it was not busy anywhere in that wing of the, of the floor, right? Mm-hmm. So, he walked in. And walked to the dead center urinal. So I walked in and I saw that. I'm like, no problem. I'll hit a stall. I turn around. All five stalls are used. I'm oh like, boy. fuck. So I do the stutter step thing where I'm like looking back and forth. I'm assessing. thinking, do I pee in the sink? And then I'm like, fuck it. So I just walk up to the one next to him. He gets done. And in my head, I'm going, don't you fucking say a word to me. Because the last, the other thing, the other rule is that you do not speak to each other while at the urinal. So I'm like, don't speak to me. And he didn't, thankfully. Don't he not wa- speak. He walks out. Then another guy walks in, and I'm like, great. He's going to walk over to the, the end. Even though it's a shorty urinal, he's going to use it because that's what we do. This motherfucker walks, stands right next to me and pees in the, in the urinal right next to me. And I'm like, when did we have a breakdown of our unwritten rules? I, I want to call a meeting of the guys and just let them know, guys, nothing has changed. The rules stand. You need to put a urinal buffer. <laughs> and now I brought this up to Haig and one other person at work, and they said, if it was the shorty urinal, they're like, I would have gone. I would have done the same thing. I would have gone to the middle, and I, I said, "You're wrong," mm-hmm. because unless you're six four and have a micro dick, there's no reason that you can't use the shorty urinal. Okay, so yeah. Let
0: me let me get get in on that. So the shorty urinals. Do you guys have trouble pointing your dicks down to pee? Thank you. It's not that hard. I hate like the Adam Sandler movie Billy Madison, where he's like, "Oh no, I'm in he the got bathroom a squat." I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like that. No. That was always this thing. I'm like, dude, and it's funny because people avoid it like the plague. Right. Like I'm not peeing in the. I'm like, I'll fucking if there's a line of people, I'm like, I'll go pee mm-hmm. in the little kids one. I don't give a shit. I got it. Yeah. Uh, I can. This is great. I'm aiming down anyway. Right.
1: So like, I have to pee straight <clears throat> forward or it doesn't work. Right. Oh, fuck it. I'll go down there. I don't no. give a shit. Again, you, you, unless you're a, 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 a fucking giant. And even then, guess what? You could still make it. You can probably still hit Shaq it. Shaq could probably right. hit that just fine. Right. Which is inexplicable why, in the previous office that we were at, with mm-hmm. all regular sized urinals, we had no shorty urinals. Yeah. So somehow there was, I, I would walk in and find urine on top of the urinal. I'm like, uh. how does that even work? How it is it? It comes up to your, probably your nipples. I understand why the floor is
0: always so goddamn sticky. Like, Ugh. I'm just like, guys. It's gross. Guys, wow. how are we missing? Right. How are we missing? I'm sure it's just a collection of drips here and there. You know, it's like someone's just openly peeing on the floor. But I'm like, guys, there's no way this this floor should be this sticky right it's now. It's
1: also, it's not a teeny space that you're trying to hit. Mm-hmm. You've got a very large receptacle with which to work. Yeah. It, like it, You're not trying to hit, like, you're not trying to, like, thread a needle. Yeah. That's not how this works.
0: Yeah. I also don't understand the guys that lean on the wall. When they're peeing. Oh, my God. There's they another do, one. They do the one-hander yeah. or they do both. And they're just like, There's, ah! a,
1: there's a guy that puts his both no! hands. Yeah. Oh. You, you put, and I'll explain this to you for uh, for those of you uh, who are not a live audience member here. Yeah. Uh, we, the, you, <laughs> He puts the back of one hand on his forehead. He puts the back of the other hand on that hand and then leans forward. So his head and his hands are leaning on the wall. Oh, that's so gross. And I'm like, what? Is are you that exhausted that you can't just stand and pee? What's the matter with you? I I don't get anything about I've that. I've walked out. I've yeah. walked in, seen that, and gone. Nope.
0: No, that, I'm not doing that it. That guy is not having a good day. Yeah. If he can't handle going pee right now, like we've got a problem.
1: Yeah. This is also incidentally. This is also. Uh, I don't know what I called him. Chuck mm-hmm. or Chet? The guy who tells the jokes. Okay. At sure. work. Yeah. 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 Same guy.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I remember just growing up. I don't know if it's just like a small town thing, but there was often a lot of older guys that'd be like, and they put their hands on the wall, either one or they do both. I'm like,
1: why? Like what? When I've been hammered, yeah. I've done that to keep my balance.
0: Yeah, yeah. these but, guys weren't hammered. But
1: outside of that, no.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's... It, <laughs>
1: there's, no, there's no reason to.
0: <laughs> no. It makes
1: no sense.
0: There's no reason to do that. Yeah. And the other thing I hate is when I go to the bathroom to go poop and all the stalls are taking... Taken, I refuse to wait. I refuse to sit stand in line so and wait to So you will
1: bust in and poop <laughs> I, I'll do what? You'll bust in and poop on someone? You refuse to wait? You'll just poop in the I, pool? What I do won't do this. I'm going in the sink. <laughs> like, right. Give me the trash. You'll again. do the whole... Yeah, let me do, finish. Let me finish. You'll <laughs> do the Rux and Rafi thing where like... <laughs> you guys sit facing each other? You what? just go through my legs like we did in college. What happens... <laughs> I just just get
0: angry and shit my pants
1: (laughs) Fuck you guys
0: I'm very interested to hear the rest of this story (laughs) I go to another bathroom Oh (laughs) You go to the women's bathroom No Another floor with another bathroom But I'll see guys just staying there waiting And this is where my social anxiety like kicks in (laughs) And I'm just like I don't want people to know That I'm going in there to poop Everyone knows like pooping is going to happen But I don't I refuse to stand and wait in line Unless it's an emergency Yeah to stand and wait. Like I've seen guys just sitting there waiting and I don't want to watch lock eyes with another man who's coming out who's just taking a shit. And then we lock eyes and then we like nod like, all right, I'm going to go sit where you just sat and I'm going to shit where you just shit and sit down on a warm toilet and then go do the business and smell the after effects and everything. I can do that, but I don't wanna I don't wanna see anyone coming out and I don't want anyone to see me waiting to go in. It just feels disgusting You've to got me. You've
1: done a lot of poop anxiety. I have a,
0: a lot of poop yeah, anxiety. You
1: got fecal anxiety.
0: And I'm fine once I'm in there. I used to have problems like, oh my god, it's gonna be too loud. People are gonna hear me poop. But I'm like, look, dude, this has to happen. Like this, this is going down. I gotta poop. And when I'm done, it's good. But like I just I don't wanna be like, are you done yet? Which one is it you cool I want to sit where you sat now and just push one out like
1: I don't want to do that my <laughs> my my new favorite thing is uh farting as loud as I can back <laughs> <is that thing. laughs> I absolutely adore especially if i'm at if I'm at the urinal I will uh. fart as loud as I can yeah, just because weird? I find it f- hysterical uh, the, uh, especially sorry no go ahead. especially because there is a another individual mm-hmm. at work who decides to do phone calls oh. In the stall, Doug, in the stall, this person is number two, number two-ing, and he's just chatting away with someone. And I'm like, there's a lot we can unpack here. First off, how little respect do you have for that person? Second, person on the other line, are you confused with where they are? Because you can hear the echo, and you can probably hear, like, are you, and maybe probably a, so what are you guys going to do next week? Hey. Hey. If I may
0: <laughs> play a little bit of devil's advocate here. No, I, okay, but you're wrong. <laughs> is it really so much of a crime I to push take too a hard. shit? <laughs> I pushed too I hard. I hurt my throat. And <laughs> is it really that much of a uh, crime to take a poop while being on the phone with
1: somebody? Yes. Why is it a crime? Be- well, here's the thing: it depends on who it is and what the situation is. If you're at home and you need to and you need to call someone it's like whatever that's fine whatever like if you if you and i if you were pooping and you needed to call me i'll take the call i'm not going to be thrilled about it but i'll take the call if you're in a public space if you're in a work environment and you're in the bathroom in the stall there's zero need you don't there's no reason that you need to take a call that bad and need to take a shit that bad those two things, on, I've, it's 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 like a lunar eclipse, how often those two probably happen with each other. You know? Or solar eclipse, whichever one happens less frequently. Those things do not line up that often. Okay. You can do one and then take care of the other. Yeah. So when I have someone like that, I will go out of my way to just blast ass as hard as I can because I want them to just hear in the background yeah. that someone hates them.
0: Well, I'll say this much. You're 100% right. At work, <laughs> there's no reason to be on your phone period while you're in the bathroom. Sure. Hanging up. I don't care if you're going pee. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're dropping a deuce. Like right. no. Get off your phone. Respect everyone around you. At home, if you have to poop and be on the phone, I've done it before. Yeah. In fact, I've done it to you, Justin. No bad. Maybe. I mean, I could have. I don't know. I doubt it. We do not really talk on the phone that much. <laughs> yeah. I have totally done it before I'm like I'm on the phone so I'm like I have to poop and I just go and I do it and it's it's not like I'm going, yeah. So the other day I was uh, outside and uh you know it, it happened it yeah. was good you know i'm sure they heard me flush the toilet when it was done but you know you ever whatever. facetime someone while you're pooping? absolutely not <laughs> that's weird that's weird i poop in front of my daughter though that doesn't bother me. i mean you,
1: that's you don't you don't have a choice with that
0: no i mean i i could just say get out but i'm like oh whatever you need to watch how this how this happens oh well, i you need to sorry learn. I,
1: I forget how old natalie is but yeah, yeah like she can she can take yeah. care of herself outside for a few minutes like You don't have that. I'm saying like when you're younger, when you have a very young child, it's unavoidable. 100%. But even
0: now she'll just kind of come in and be like, hey, dad, dad, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going poop. She goes, are you going poop? I'm like, I'm going poop. And she's like, okay, I'll watch. I'm like, all right. I couldn't handle that. I don't care. I honestly I was like, you need to watch this happen because this needs to be you. This is what we're doing right, right. now, you know. I, suppose I don't like wiping in front of her. A, That's kind of gross. Right. But she also kinda of needs to see how that happens. So from a
1: learning perspective, I, I suppose I, I understand it. I couldn't do it. I've got yeah. a terrible performance anxiety when yeah. anyone else is around.
0: What I love it is like she'll actually really cheer Jill and I on. She'll be like, <laughs> Did you go poop? Good job. And like pat us on the shoulder. Like she gets real excited for us. Dad you go pee in the potty Yeah good for you She like, truly is your daughter Mike that's amazing She um, truly is your daughter You know And I'm like Eh whatever I don't, I don't mind Like I don't I don't poop in front of Jill I'm like that doesn't need to happen <laughs> Good yeah, I'm, like, I'm glad you don't Doug Because that's thank you. weird I was looking forward To someone finally validating me For not pooping in front of my wife
1: Great choice Doug
0: <laughs> Thanks Justin But <laughs> back to In defense of phone pooping uh-huh. um, You know no, I, I don't know I, I think it's gross at work <laughs> Like, I, I think it's incredibly. What was it? Someone told me in the in the in the women's restroom. Which, by the way, um, women's restroom at my work is like Mad Max: Fury Road wasteland. Some of the stories that I've heard, and some of the, really? pi- the pictures that I've seen, dude, it is a slaughterhouse in there. The amount of stuff that it, it's disgusting. But someone told me someone was FaceTiming with someone in there, uh-huh. like while they were in the stall That's FaceTiming. Cool. That's ridiculous. And I'm like. Who the fuck? What? Right. are you doing? No. And no. Just, no. Like, don't do that. It's, it's, that's the I thing, too. I think they were FaceTiming. I think because they came out and they were mm, FaceTiming they were still when, the they, when they were okay. still on the phone. All right. They just looked out of the stall, peeked over the right. top. Yeah, I mean, that's how it goes. Like, it truly totally is to? Mad Max in there. <laughs> it is on, like, that sort of stuff just, <sighs> it, it, it blows my mind. And this was kind of touched on recently on uh, Tom Segura's podcast, Your Mom's House podcast. Mm-hmm where um, people are just so satisfied with just sharing their lives, like having their phone on speakerphone and just doing it. He shared a video he took of a guy at Starbucks who put his phone on speaker while he was going through the phone tree labyrinth for Bank of America. Just had it on his table, drinking his coffee, and like Tom Scherzer starts Recording him, and it's like no. for this, press this, and then yeah. he presses a button. And it's like check out our new offer on. Uh, he's like, I have to listen to your fucking commercials, right? On your shut the shut that down, dude. Shut I was, it down. Did he tell him that? No, oh. he just he was just like, w- w- what are you? Do? He was I'm willing to bet if I would have told him, he would have been like oblivious, like what, right? What? Yeah. Dude, don't fucking
1: tell me what to do, bro. Like,
0: what? Yeah. It's just it's so obnoxious how people just want... Just feel so comfortable. Like, hey, who needs headphones when you've got your speakerphone? Listen to my music. Right. And I'm like, that's so fucking obnoxious yeah. that you're doing that. There's another...
1: There's a, there's an app that, that uh, Rob actually just told me about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, God, I cannot remember what it's called. But basically, it allows you if, you... if I've got the app and you've got the app, I can start playing a song. And I can sync it with your phone and you can allow it. And so we can both play the same song sync simultaneously mm-hmm. through both our phones. Nice. So if you have like, if you have a party or something, you don't have a speaker system, oh, all of Jesus you can sync Christ. this and you you're using everyone's speaker phone to, to play it's this of Cool. Actually it's a, it's a cool concept, but I'm just imagining I wanted to do a flash mob, where we get out, like get 30 people to get this app, and then all sit in the train. We rickroll everybody. And we just rickroll everybody, right? One person starts playing it, and everyone's like, ah, oh, this thing. And then thing. someone goes, it's happening to me, too. <laughs> me, too. And right. it's just like everyone's like, oh, my God, AI is real. You know? Like, just <laughs> someone gets murdered. Yeah, right? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the same kind of like where, again, why – Let's let's just let's let everyone listen. I'm gonna play DJ on the train. You know, I'm gonna at Starbucks, I wanna have this uh this this my speakerphone going. I don't understand why people feel the need. <clears throat> There's again, people at work will just t- loud as anything, they'll just take personal calls. Like very personal calls about doctor's appointments or yelling at family members or whatever. I'm like, Do you really want me to know all of this? Because no thank you. Yeah. It, I do it, not want to know all of this. I,
0: I just you know, <clears throat> It's so... (laughs) Again, this is going to come back to Facebook with oversharing on there too. Sure. I just saw something today where a guy was thanking his wife for an anniversary gift. He's like, thanks, babe. Real special day. I was like, "How how about you text that to her? Right. Why are you posting that on Facebook? You're... Yeah. Like, thanks, babe. This is cool. I'm like, send her a personal message. It's almost like... Validating your love And your appreciation For your significant other So the whole world Can be like I love my wife She did this nice thing for me I want Yeah i like no Just It's kind of like You know And there's people that I know I don't generally wish them Happy birthday on Facebook Generally speaking I do sometimes But for the most part I'll send them a personal text Because that's personal Hey, here's some words, not a phone call, because ain't nobody got time for that. <clears throat> but, but still, <laughs> it's it's
1: immeasurably better than just you know wishing someone something on or thinking someone putting a message out on social media. I yeah. mean, again, it's purely so other people know that. I mean, and that that's again, I think that's just the the world we live in at this point is just that everyone needs that validation mm-hmm. for everything that they do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there was this other great moment in <laughs> your mom's house <clears throat> podcast where. Uh, uh, Tom's wife, uh, Christina, who's also a comedian, very funny. Um, she followed. I think it was the author who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. And um, apparently this woman uh started dating um one of her good friends who was a woman, and Rise she she started dating her, she got afflicted with with cancer, and ultimately died and passed away. And one of these authors' friends um did an interpretive dance uh. On, on grieving and uh, she shared it. It was in black and white. It was like, you know, in her kitchen and <laughs> they're just talking about, she goes, this makes me so uncomfortable to watch this. And she goes, I know it's so sincere. Like she's truly grieving, but she goes, this makes me laugh so hard. All I can do is make fun of her for this. And I know she's going through a really rough time, but she's like, I can't, and they played it and it is, awful. Right. It's one of my favorite things is watching Tom watch it as she's talking and he's just like ugh. <laughs> and she's like this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. She goes and it's so sincere yeah. and I can't help it, but be like you're a fucking moron. Why are you sharing this with the world? Right?
1: I, oh man.
0: <laughs> oh and I was like I agree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess it begs the question like at what point because I'm sure there, there's, it was self-expression. Yeah, she saw it as art, and this and that. But like, at what, at what point does it become art or cease to become art? And it's just, I'm not sure how to phrase the question. But do you know what I'm asking? I know
0: it's, it's really no point? different than someone writing a song and playing a song. In my mind, it's the same right. thing. But one is a lot more silly than the other. In my mind. <laughs> And the and the thing is, like it's it's a very great expression of something they're going going through, um, but I beg the question: Does everyone need to
1: see it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man! I think
0: the caption was uh, was it? Grief is a full body experience.
1: <laughs> like a serious caption.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it, it, dude, if you saw her doing this, you're like, oh. are, you, are you okay? Like, I don't know. And <laughs> it was it was really. Really uncomfortable to watch. Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh, why do we have to share this stuff?
1: Like, this is this is not okay. This yeah, is not okay." I think I, I mean, you know, one could argue, like, to play devil's advocate. I guess one could, one could argue that her sharing that, you know, she she's obviously searching for the validation. Uh the the people reaching out, going, "This was a beautiful tribute." I'm so sorry for your loss. I understand. You know, grieving is tough, and this—I I, she's undoubtedly looking for that kind of that kind of feedback, that kind of validation to someone to to recognize her or be or that she's heard or that she's seen and and uh, I, I get recognized, for lack of a better word. But <clears throat> it pains me to make that. It pains me to play devil's advocate in this in this situation.
0: Yeah, because again, it, what if she had written a poem and shared her poem, you know, or what if? Um, you know, it was a spoken word or like uh a montage of like fading in and out of photographs with some music playing behind it. Like I did that for my brother when his dog, you know, sure, had it yeah. put down I played Captain America's, you know, Winter Soldier theme ah, while yeah. I had put together a bunch of photos of his dog and he shared that, you know, and that was like special to him. Um but there's something about this particular expression and this the such the sincerity behind it, the earnest depiction of yeah. this, it's just, you can't help but go, oh, no. It's just, yeah.
1: <laughs> You're like, oh, no. But I wonder why does that make, and it's a really interesting thing to think, like, why does that make other people uncomfortable? Because is it really any different than you making a slideshow for your brother and then him sharing it? Like, what is
0: the difference? I think because I, it makes me feel extremely vulnerable. <laughs> Right. So maybe that's something you need to probably you need to do some soul searching. But also, if you were to watch this, which I'm hoping I can show this to you. Yeah. When we're done recording, it it is really hard to watch. Just okay. How she's into it as you know, it, it, you're just watching this person writhing around, and I'm just like, I can't.
1: And it's interesting can't, because can't. if you watch interpretive dance, like on like, uh, World of Dance is something uh-huh. that my, Beth really loves to watch. Yeah. And these people are <clears throat> fucking amazing at dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them have done like interpretive style dances, I, I suppose. I'm not really hip mm-hmm. to the dancing lingo, but I think one of them or a few of them have done interpretive dances, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, they move you to almost tears, like the emotion that's behind them. Yeah. Why is that okay? But this woman's is not – It's that's that's the that's the weird distinction of, like, what makes this so uncomfortable to watch. But this other thing, you're like, you want to cry too because you're like, fuck, this is something this person just went through.
0: I don't know, Justin. What's a sport, you know? Like, how do we define this? How do we break this down into, like, what's – you know what I mean? I backed myself <laughs> right back into this debate. Welcome to the arena, Shit! my friend. <laughs> it's – I don't know. It I just – you know, I'm glad there's a there's a place for people to share and, and to sort of, like, come together and do that sort of stuff. But I just, you know, Christina, P, and Tom are always talking about, you know, do you really have to share everything? <laughs> do you? Do you have to share everything? Like, right. Like, what's up with this oversharing in our culture? Like, it, it's so it's, – it's everywhere. And for me, I would feel like it would get – more reserved as time went on, as people kept seeing like this world is full of things that will forever follow you, and yet people continue to share. And I was like, "Oh, it's just got to be young people." It's
1: not right.
0: It is not. Well, I it think is. They,
1: I think that falls even more onto the older crowd because I don't think they, even though they can give the uh, they can give the warning, I think what they think they think what they're doing is not embarrassed. Like what they're everyone has that where mm-hmm. what they're doing is right. It's justified. It's cool. It's okay because what someone else does, the young people, yeah. they don't get it. Yeah. They're doing stuff that's going to destroy them or that's going to haunt them, but what I'm doing this means something. Yeah. You know, I think I think there's that that disconnect and then the young people look at the old people and go, "You don't fucking get social media at all. Yeah. What you're doing is dumb. It's not cool."
0: Well, I don't know how many people have to get fired for doing something on the internet before people realize you should probably pull back a little bit. Six, you more. know what I mean? <laughs> six, exactly six, six. Yep. Before people are like, "Hey, uh, you should probably uh, right not do that." Right. Um, and I just, oh my god, like I'm always, you know me, I've always been in that camp of like, just
1: keep it to yourself. Do you feel <laughs> that there is a grounds for? Because I had this discussion recently with someone else. So do you feel like their <clears throat> social media? should be grounds for uh, dismissals and firings.
0: It depends. It, I mean, if it's some situation like um, the asshole in uh, Cleveland who, during when the Cavaliers were pay, playing the Warriors a couple years, year or two ago, and this guy worked for a real estate agent and was just like saying horrible things to Steph Curry's wife, just awful things. Okay. And that same day that he was posting this stuff on Twitter – um, he got fired because the company's like, yeah, because everyone saw it, and they're like, yeah, you're, this is not representative of our company. Like, yeah. you're terminated. He's been terminated. He's no longer part of this. Interesting. Because that's sort of, I mean, this was horrible things. Like, I hope you die. Oh. Like, just just Like, unnecessarily. Awful, uh, over a goddamn basketball game. Like, yeah. it's just completely, completely unnecessary. And those are the things where I'm like, absolutely, you should be terminated over things like that because that becomes associated with your company. Now sometimes, James Gunn, uh, things come up. Which, by the way, love Dave Batista like going to bat hard for James Gunn. Oh Have yeah, you even, heard about that.
1: Oh no, I, I mean outside of the outside of the open letter the cast all signed. Oh yeah. He what did he do?
0: He basically was like, "If we don't use James Gunn's script, just consider me out of this franchise. I'm out. Wow. I'll, I want out of my contract. You guys replace me. I don't want to do this. This is stupid." <laughs>
1: God damn! He doubled Batista down going hard. Yeah. He was
0: like, "I'm not going to be part of this. This is the, this whole franchise exists because of him, and I'm not going to oh, be a wow. part of it." And then I guess uh, Kevin Feige and those guys are really, I think, approaching Disney hard to, to reconsider. Really, they're like, "He's kind of a cornerstone of what we do here," and you know, that's a situation. You know, obviously we've talked about that recently, but in a situation like that, digging up people's pasts, I don't. I, I think that's got to be done with a grain of salt, yeah. and within uh, within context because. Right. That's not fair. But, I I mean, if you're being an asshole online and, you know, how is that any different than going out in real life and doing that? You know what I mean? It's no different than, you know, if that guy in Cleveland was, like, walking up going like, man, you you should fucking die. You should die. Here's my business card. Like, that company's not going to, yeah, let's, let's have this guy going around trying to sell real estate. Telling people that they should die. And and more so, it's on a grander scale. Yeah. The world can see this guy tweeting this stuff over a fucking
1: sports team. Right, right. Like, it's insane. And I'm like, yeah, you guys, why are you just barfing this stuff out? And I guess to do the same point, too, like, if a a company is a privately owned company, Mm -hmm. you know, or if it's, if it's, if it's, they can do, they can really make the decisions that they want to make. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to, if they see something that disagrees with their morals or, or their standards or whatever, yeah. you can, I mean, they can make that distinction at the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it, it runs into a weird spot too, where sometimes if you're a corporation, and I think we've touched on this before too, which is at what point do your personal values and you as a corporate entity, when do they sort of separate? Right.
1: Well, I think that's also goes down to the ownership of the company. Exactly. Like how, how, again, how does it have a board of directors? Is it a single owner? Private, public company. Mm-hmm. With what's what's the deal with the company?
0: Yeah, like someone, like a company, like Hobby Lobby is very much, you know, pretty religious <clears throat> in what they do right. and how they steal artifacts from other countries uh, and <laughs> things like that. I don't like Hobby Lobby, um, but you know that situation where okay, you're a corporation. I right, will never be a sponsor on this podcast. Oh, shit, we lost the Hobby Lobbyers. <sighs> uh, well, you know, you win some, you lose some.
1: Eh, meh, meh.
0: Um, you know, it, you know some of that stuff gets it's it gets kind of gray. But you know, I've seen all sorts of stuff where people where it gets kind of weird is if someone talks shit about a company, like man, my boss is my boss sucks, right. or you know they didn't pay me this or something like that. That gets into a gray area where it's like it's not a good idea, right? Um, and I can understand some disciplinary action where it's like, hey, you know, you're just going out and. Shooting this stuff out Into the world Like you gotta consider What you're doing and I could understand That leading determination um, If people continue doing it Because It's just I can't really put words behind it But it doesn't feel right Right To go out there And just badmouth And potentially slander Oh yeah You know Somebody over a disagreement Cause you see this shit all the time We talk about reviews And things like that You know Glass door reviews Which are hilarious Right Which are When yeah. you know People are just completely irrational And writing bullshit stuff And you know I, I just feel like people should be a lot more thoughtful about what they're posting because it should have some sort of effect on that sort of stuff to a degree. Sure. I don't think someone's life should end over something like that. And, and I'm a firm believer in people being able to change and grow and absolutely redeem themselves. That, that's
1: a key a cornerstone to that yeah, yeah. philosophy.
0: And if you know you were to lose your job over posting something like that, it might be hard to get another job. You know and, right. Is that fair I don't know But it's also something You know I don't do much On social media Like I really don't
1: No you keep it pretty Pretty low key I, I, You post I, almost nothing
0: I post mind gap stuff That's it Yeah And I have a Twitter I don't do anything on it Right um, You know I, I have an Instagram I barely check it um, You know I, I'm just there I have there. a tweet box Yeah I have a tweet box um, it, it, it's just it's something that you know I don't mind being there and perusing stuff and things like that, but I just I rarely post.
1: So you you will use it for you'll you'll be on it and peruse, kinda, but you won't post.
0: I kind of use it as sort of just an idea of you know what's going on in certain sectors of 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 my life. Right. You know, I don't care. I mean, it's fine to see updates from my friends, but I really kind of catch it for movie news or. You know, things like that. And there's some friends that I really do respect their opinions, like Matt Hanley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who's been on here, you know, immigration lawyer. He's always got lots to say about what's going on in the political climate. And I trust, you know, what he has to say about some stuff and and things like that. So I'll use it to keep tabs on some things. But in general, I went through and did a friend purge the other day. Did you? How good did that feel? It felt great because I was like, how many of you people do I actually – talked to right. or have talked to in the last six months, and how many of you do I plan on talking to? Sure, yeah. And I run into this weird situation where I'm like, well, they're a nice person. Right. Like, I don't dislike them, but then I also have to ask myself, will I ever care if they post? Right. Will I ever care... You know, if I talk to them again, and if the answer is no, just cut them out. And I let some people slide through. But yeah. it's like, I'll give you another six
1: months. Am I still a friend? Of course you're still. Yay! A
0: for now. Oh, shit. I'll give you another six months. You're on probation, bitch. <sighs> I got to really step my shit up. Um, but it's just, you know, the, the people that have just thousands of friends. Yeah.
1: Like 2,500 friends. <clears throat> I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, that's got
0: to be exhausting.
1: Well, I, the thing is, like, I don't know how everyone else is set up i'm assuming it's all the same shit but like the way that the algorithm works for me is i only see probably 25 of the same people mm-hmm. over and over again i rarely i'll go through my friends list and i'm like oh my god yeah, right. i forgot i was friends with this person. i just assumed that i, I blocked
0: them or like yeah, like yeah i unfollowed them or something
1: and i'm like oh man no and i'll click on it and then for the next couple of days i'll see some more of their stuff and i'm just like why why be like, I think that's that's a that's a flaw in the I mean, it, it could be a good thing and it could also be a flaw I, I look at it partially as a flaw yeah in how the systems are created just because you know I'm friends with these people but if I don't engage with them on a regular basis it just doesn't show me it doesn't again maybe I'm just maybe I'm on there just because I find what they post interesting but I'm not going to engage with it yeah like to have to engage to keep them in your feed is a very odd thing uh, for me. Yeah, I just I know I only see the same like twenty five thirty people.
0: Yeah, and you know I don't know. It's, it's when like, someone
1: new sneaks in, I'm just like, oh, who's this? Yeah, who's this in my feed?
0: It's it's a weird thing too because people feel obligated to add you as a friend if they're like, oh, we used to go to high school together. Right. It's like we haven't talked in fifteen years. <laughs> like, right. okay, well, are we going to catch up? Probably not. Right. I've had people do that before, and I just nowadays I just decline. I'm like, look, we're not going to catch up. Like, come on, right? We weren't even that close in high school. Like, I think I, I think, know that name. Like, no, sorry, right? We're not doing that.
1: I think high school uh, reunions are going to see a huge dip. I'm they sure already they have. already have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because just, I, I know we had a ten year. We did not have a here. I graduate O two. So, with well, 2017 was my 15. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nothing for 15. And then I'll be curious to see if we have a 20, mm-hmm. just because I, we had a ten year I wasn't able to make it to, but, uh, Same. At, you know, with everyone is, everyone knows everyone's, but the whole purpose is of a high school reunion is to go, oh, what have you been up to? What have mm-hmm. you, what oh, you got kids now? Let me see pictures of that. Where'd you go on vacation? Oh, you went there. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the last five years, you've been doing this. Had no idea. That's really yeah. cool. How's that business going? You know? And now you just have that information yeah. at your fingertips. There's no... There's really no need for
0: it. I ran to a guy from college I haven't talked to in years. He's like, oh, man, you know, I've been, you know, just keeping up with you on Facebook. You know, we don't talk or anything, but you, I see what he's doing. He sees what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, it's taken care of. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I don't. Yeah. And it's it's weird. Social media has always been weird because, you know, and I think we've talked about this before. I've talked with this at length with Jill, but it's the idea pre-Facebook and social media, it was You had people in your life, some of them were your whole life, and some of them come and go, Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of a sad reality of things, and and social media allows you to, even if those people aren't in your life naturally, you're still attached to them now, and I just find it so unnatural and so weird because it, it doesn't, and it's weird because if you don't add someone as a friend, or if you have them as a friend and you delete them as a friend, and they find out there's like this thing. Right. Well, why? Like, am I not? I've good seen. Enough I've to seen follow? people that have either deleted someone as a friend or whatever, and then they find out, and there's this grudge. Yeah, that's held. Yeah, it's like you unfriended me, and there's this. I've seen it in real life. I, I know the backstory happens, and they just awkwardly ignore each other. Right. Like, you unfriended me, or there's this whole thing like, hey why'd you unfriend this person? They're mad at you now. Right. It's like, who fucking cares if I, unf- like, why does it matter? They're well, mad. Oh, they're mad at me? They're extended family. Right. And they're, they're not happy with you. And they I, should check I their priorities. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> Why do I have to manage my real life and this life as well? It's right. obnoxious. It's exhausting. Like, Absolutely. I don't, and for me, I just get to the point where I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't, you know. Yeah. If I see someone that's just annoying me in my feed where it's, for the longest time, it was like, here's stuff about my kid. Here's stuff about my kid. You know what sucks about being a parent? You don't sleep much. All right, we're done. I, if, if all the thing you're going to post is your feed about your child, I'm done. Like right. I, I don't care about your child. Like, I don't. Yeah. Or it's someone whose profile is nothing but their kids. Yeah. The, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, I, I think I recognize the name, but it's yeah. like a picture of their kids, their profile. The cover photo's their kids. Everything is kids, kids, kids. I'm like, I don't even know who this
1: is. Yeah. Or if it's someone who all they post is about their podcast.
0: Right? Right. Yeah. Or their improv shows. Right. I did both of those for a while. <laughs> um, or people that just post memes, like just nonstop. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I get it you're this occupation or you're a parent and you're getting, yeah, I get it. These are really poorly crafted jokes. I get it. Or there's the cat stuff, you know, which I was like, you know what? Maybe I should get into this. This is really easy shit that can go viral. Yeah. Take a picture of a cat and be like, hmm, you know, it's a Monday and I'm not happy because I'm a cat. You know, it's just, it's like, God bless my mom. She loves cat stuff, and she posts it all the time. I'm like, God, this is really low hanging fruit, man. As far as <laughs> as far as comedy as far as goes, as far as, like comedy goes, it's like, I oh, get it. The cats, uh, cats, he looks really sad, and it's like, yeah. You this know. cat doesn't
1: like Mondays, no, and I don't and, like Mondays. Oh,
0: I get it. It's a joke about how a cat, you know, mm. you know, looks like he's happy, but he's just plotting to get you in the night. <laughs>
1: okay, that's the truth, though. That is the truth. I fucking don't trust cats. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just. But to your point with the uh, the people leaving, I've actually, it's and it's weird because I've had that experience where people at work who I've not been friends with on, on any social media and, and really had no, we were fine acquaintances mm-hmm. at work. We just had no desire to find each other on social media and follow each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have left for other jobs. I've said goodbye to them. And in the goodbye, we have said like, uh, well, you know, it's been great knowing you, mm-hmm. uh, good luck with everything and, yeah. you know, basically have a great life. And it's the weirdest thing because you do have that almost. I've been stricken with uh, like just a brief hint of anxiety, mm-hmm. where I'm like, "Have a great life." Yeah, they're gonna have a whole life, and I won't know. Like, and I have just for a split second, and then I pull myself back and go, "Relax, it's yeah. cool." And then I, I realize I'm like, "You don't. You don't need." find out how this ends for them you don't need to know the end of the story yeah we have got a plenty of other shit to focus on yeah but it's and again it's only for like a millisecond that that feeling comes in yeah but i think that is a conditioned feeling through and i'm sure people have had that for years but i think it has gotten we've gotten more sensitive to it because when you do cut ties fully it it is unlike any other relationship that you have because you're constantly following other people Mm mm-hmm and I think people have gotten away from what it used to be like.
0: Yeah, and you know I appreciate the ease at which it is to just sort of like tap into someone and see what they're up to, but it just feels really unnatural. Yeah, to just have this because what's because you can be like me and I feel like a, a weird, creepy ninja who's just there just seeing what people are up to, but yeah. I rarely engage. I do from time to time. Um, well, you know.
1: what's weird about it is the fact that you've got these three ghost accounts. <laughs> That you just randomly friend people, and then you get yeah. to check. That's, that's that's the weird part. Yeah, it happens, yeah. you know,
0: but whatever. I got to keep tabs on my people. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to get into those locked
1: accounts somehow. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but it, it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I just find it really, like, sometimes I really think about it. I'm like, do I really want to like this?
1: Right. Do I want the world to know that I like
0: this? Like, I actually. Oh,
1: do you, do you ever belabor over the point of, oh, like, do yeah. you, like, do, am I going to like it? Am I going to laugh at it or am I going to love it?
0: I just consider, I'm like, is it worth me clicking on this? Like, right. should I do it? Like, and the other the other day, I actually uh, commented on a Joe Rogan post because apparently he's getting uh, um, protested by the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh,
1: I love it. Oh, it
0: makes me so happy. The quote unquote press release yeah. from them was one of the most demonic things I'd ever seen. It Amazing. is a shit show of a release. It's in three different fonts. And it looks like a disaster. For everything that they have going for him, they can't have anyone that can design shit.
1: I love that he's excited that he's going to be...
0: Oh, he probably... Because it, was, it. Yeah. Well, and I it realized, just says
1: Joe Rogan excited he's going to be protested by... Yeah. Oh, this is insanity. Isn't it gross? What?
0: Yeah, it is just... What is how happening? disgusting that is. Oh, hold on. Let me go back.
1: <laughs> oh, I missed it.
0: Uh... Well, essentially, they're, they're protesting him because he's an atheist, which is hilarious because they've gone from protesting soldiers... And things like that. Joe
1: Rogan is an adamant atheist who has the wrath of God abiding on him. See, <laughs> see John three. Oh, they're doing bibliographies. See, John, <laughs> reference point. See yeah. John three thirty six. Uh, he. Oh, then they do the yeah. Bible verse. Okay, yeah. atheism is feigned by any who profess it, and this we know by the Scriptures. And they do another one, Romans two chapter fourteen through sixteen, and then another one, Romans one twenty through twenty two. Do we speak amiss when we state that Joe Rogan is a fool? Certainly not. And then another, uh, Psalms 14.1. Joe Rogan foolishly... So half of this letter is not even them. It's just it's them just quoting Bible. verses. chunks of, of the Bible. Large Bible verses. Yeah. Joe Rogan foolishly thinks he can whittle away uh, while his days... Wa- sorry, <laughs> whittle away his days arguing God out of existence. When he's not physically fighting someone... Rogan is contending verbally on the Joe, on his Joe Rogan Experience Thanks podcast. Thanks for the plug. Sorry, sorry, not sorry, Mr. Rogan. You can't fill up all of cyberspace with enough podcasts to do away with the almighty creator. Furthermore, as fools do, Joe Rogan makes light of sin and sin enablers. And then they do a Proverbs 4, 9, fourteen nine. Repent, Mr. Rogan! That's how they close that it. That seems like a nice, like,
0: weird shout-out for it. Like, right. It's so bizarre to me that they did that. But then I also realized that an ex-member of the church, uh, Fred, whatever his name is, the guy who started the church, his granddaughter was on Joe Rogan's podcast.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And she was... she Was, was, was
0: Megan Phelps?
1: Yeah, and she was the one who... Uh, didn't you let me know that he, she was questioning mm-hmm. what she had been taught her whole life? Like, she was actually going, guys, I don't think what we're doing is
0: right. She came to a, a point... She actually came to a realization on Twitter. She was having a Twitter discussion with a guy, I think, who was Jewish, and he brought about some good points, and it started her thinking. Eventually, it led down this path where she's like, we have to leave. Like, we have to get out of here. And, um, you know, he showcased her heavily, and that's one of my favorite episodes uh, is with her because she's very – gives a really interesting look at what's going on in that church. So I just think it's funny that that – is what they're protesting. It's yeah. Joe Rogan. And I was like, you're gonna do that at Joe Rogan's f- with his fans at this venue? Good fucking luck. They're gonna guys. get torn apart. Dude, oh my god. It was, so
1: this is this is at his uh comedy show he's doing. Yeah. Like a stand-up show, yeah. Yeah. Where is it? Oh my god. What? Background photos, video, sermons.
0: <laughs> you need to put on your glasses, buddy? <laughs> you're squinting what? Oh, I oh. did not
1: know what that was. I read that. <laughs> I read that as a completely different word. Times? I will not. Sure. Um, (laughs) Parodies and more available free at, oh, wow. They have the website on there. Wow. Oh, geez, guys. This is just, this is something. I mean, this is the whole fucking thing. And then what font did they use for Westboro Baptist Church to pick a Joe Rogan, Kansas City Starlight Theater, Friday, August 10th from 7 to 7.45? Uh It's a 45-minute protest. Yeah. From 7 to 7.45. We will be out there. And they used like... Like, it's the equivalent to, like, Comic Sans or something. Like, it's well, some goofy. They use
0: Times New Roman for all of, like, their official, God, like, contact information. Then yeah. it's, like, some not quite Broadway font. But it's something, that, yeah. it's something silly and fun. Like, we're protesting from 7 to 7.45 because we got to go to bed early. You know? And then the rest of it's in just red lettering. God hates like,
1: those who stay up late.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's bonkers. Like, those oh guys. Oh, my goodness. Oof. And I'm like, of all people to protest, it's Joe Rogan.
1: Right. Really? That's the guy you're going to go after? What does his uh, poster say? City, I'm getting exci- I'm getting protested at my show this Friday by the Westboro Baptist Church. So exciting. The only <laughs> thing I, I took objections to was that they said I'm an atheist. I have no idea if there's a higher power, but I would have to assume that if there is one, he's definitely not happy that these hateful twats are running around <laughs> pretending, <laughs> pretending that they speak for him or her. I honestly feel bad for them. All humans are on a path that's largely determined by many factors outside their control, and these poor fucks have found <laughs> themselves in a sad state where they seek out attention by showing up places uh, with yeah, these signs. Yada yada yada. Uh-huh. I had Megan Phelps on my podcast a while back. Yada yada. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good. I love. He's just like these poor fucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my
0: god. Oh god, he that's is. amazing. And the thing is, if they wanted to and they were willing to, he would have him on his podcast
1: absolutely he would probably have let's talk about it michael phelps or whatever yeah i don't know what his name is yeah (laughs) frank phelps frank phelps yeah they'd probably they'd probably have him uh he'd he'd have the 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 high uh, yeah give me the highest person you got let's talk
0: yeah he'd have him on absolutely just talk with him he doesn't give shit yeah he's totally fine with that something i admire about him because i
1: the thing i question is that i don't think that they would be able to have a conversation the whole thing would be them trying to trying to gotcha yeah. trying to do the whole gotcha
0: and, thing and the thing is with with Joe is he just he doesn't let stuff go and not in, in an obnoxious way right he did that with Tom DeLong. right? Yeah, yeah, the dumbass from Blink One Eighty Two was on there, like, "Man, let me tell you about
1: the aliens."
0: Well, I got all the answers, but I can't. I'm not going to talk about that on here. It's yeah. like, shut the fuck up, and dude. Just,
1: Tom, Tom, you can't say that and then not then say you're and not. going to Joe's gonna like, go wait,
0: into it. so wh- how? When did you see this? Who did you talk to? And he's like, wait, so you're telling me a government official wanted to meet with you, a well-known leader, lead singer of a band in an airport to tell you that aliens exist? He's right. like, I, no. Right. I love his preface in that episode is like guys alright I love conspiracy theories <laughs> I love that sort of stuff but he was he was very diplomatic basically saying this guy's fucking bonkers yeah yeah enjoy like enjoy this shit show right that's
1: about to unfold in front of you you, but, you couldn't even make it through the whole thing I had to stop I yeah. was like this is yeah. so
0: infuriating because, the, because Tom DeLong was 100% not sincere. Right. He was trying oh, yeah. to hawk some wares. He was sure, trying to get yeah. people to this website, yeah. this quote-unquote academy right. that was started by physicists and shit and I was like, dude, you are such a piece of garbage. Right, yeah, like yeah. you're just one hundred percent just full of shit. As soon as anyone gets close, it's like, well, I don't want to talk about that because you know, I am connected with some people that are pretty high up in the government. And no, you're not. Bullshit. No, you're not. No, you're not. How and it, Joe's like, Okay, so why are you the one that's the spoke spokesperson? Because they felt like that I could get the message out to more people. What dude, they could post that shit wherever they want, it would right. get out to plenty of people. Why
1: why are you the spokesperson? Y- you who is a a a uh, almost insignificant rock star from the late 90s early 2000s right yeah Yeah. like you tell me that all these other famous people were way more famous than you right now yeah they opted for you yeah cool dude cool story bro way to go bro yeah
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so it so he just doesn't let anyone really get by with that. Yeah. Like even people that he likes, he has Oh yeah. really good conversations with, but if someone, you know, he's like, "Wait, what about this?" and they'll go down a road and they'll they'll talk about things and, you know, if if, you know, if you're just saying something that's blatantly wrong, he'll just call you out on yeah. it, which I appreciate cuz he does it in a very respectful manner. But right. he's like, "Hold on. No, what about this?" Y-
1: yeah. You know where else people can't get away with things hmm. where they always like, judgment always comes. Ooh. Is this heaven? No. Is it a throwdown? It is. Ah! Which some people might consider to be heaven. Right? I'm just saying. Ooh. I don't want to take that away from anybody. Right? Right. So, today's throwdown, uh, I thought would be... I had a couple uh, ideas I was noodling around with, and I almost saved this one for... I've got a, an idea for a guest that I want to have on, um, but, and I was going to save this for her, but... We're going to go with it now because I think we can come up with a, a good one for her, too. But uh, we're going to do two video game characters today. Okay. And it's going to be a female throwdown. Okay. We're going to do Sonya Blade uh-huh. from Mortal Kombat versus Chun-Li from Street Fighter.
0: We've done Chun-Li before. I can't remember how. Wait, we have? I feel like we have. But it's fine. I like this. Guys,
1: 156 episodes in, you know, it's hard to remember all the <laughs> throwdowns you've done. Um... Okay, take I've through. given you motherfuckers three fucking years of throwdowns, and a lot of them have been pretty fucking
0: good. Some of them have been misses, but a lot of them have been good. Take 156 times two, and that's how many yeah. you know, people we put in, in <laughs> I things. Mean, in and fairness,
1: we've done a bunch of, like, Iron Man. We had, like, three weeks in a row. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to happen. Right.
0: Um, okay, so Sonya had some sort of, like, Powerball. She
1: could fire. She had the three rings. That's what purple it was. rings that she would yeah. like. She would do the double fist, and the three wings would come out. Yeah, she also did she the scissors. Yep. Is and she, she did also did, she also did the thing handstand. She yeah. would grab you by it with her legs, and then flip you back over.
0: Which man that would take some incredible abs to do. Which she has. Um, and then what else did she have? Any other? She had.
1: Um, oh God, I'm trying to remember now.
0: Because most people had like three things that they could do. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I
1: feel like she had some sort of a like a slide or something or, or some sort of a like a tripping move.
0: Um, and then Chun-Lee has um, she obviously
1: she's, has the the, the pinwheel kick. kicks. Yeah. She
0: got the the upside down spinning kick yep, 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 yep. and she could uh, uh jump off the walls and flip and do things like that. Um I feel like chun li is more Sonia's background is like she's some sort of, like, government agent, I think. Right?
1: She is. She is a, uh, yeah, no, she, yeah, she's some sort of a, I can't find her official title here, but she's in the military for sure. uh and Yeah. I think Shunli as
0: well. So, similar backgrounds in that regard. Yeah. Um, and she was
1: tasked with bring, capturing and bringing down Kano. Kano. <laughs> Specialized U.S. government agency.
0: Hmm, commanding,
1: commanding officer of the United States Special Forces and later of a specialized U.S. government agency. Commanding officer?
0: Yeah. That seems awfully inflated to me. But um, that doesn't really come across in the video game. <laughs> oh, it does not. No, for
1: sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to figure I I can't uh, game play. Oh, okay. Sonya's signature moves are her leg grab, mm-hmm. and her signature fatality is the kiss of death. What's that do? It uh, makes the defeated opponent burn alive to a charred skeleton.
0: Okay. Sonya used to be, like, one of my go-to people yeah. when I was playing that game, Mortal Kombat 1. But Chun-Li was also my go-to in Street Fighter because she has liked- the
1: best. Sorry, she has the best jumping skills of any character. Her air punch and flying kick work against most opponents. Her force wave is excellent in long-range battles.
0: I hate everything about what you just said. Like, didn't like it at all. Why? Her force wave is yeah. excellent. Force wave! Shanli For was kids. was so fast. And what I liked about her is while she didn't necessarily hit hard, she can when you do, like, the heavy kicks and stuff like that. Yes. What I loved to do was I would jump, and then she could do this kick. She'd stick her foot down and you could like bounce off people's head and damage yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and I would, a and I, stick and, and I would just like chain that on people and it would do a little bit of damage, but it, it wouldn't knock them down. So it would just keep hitting them. Yeah. And I would just go boop, 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 boop. And she was just, she seemed very quick compared to some of the other characters.
1: Yeah. And I feel like Sonya, I feel like uh, Chun Li uh, would, is, is. In just in gameplay alone, was faster than Sonya. Yeah. I feel like if, if taking the two in their respective video games, I feel like you could yeah. get a quick response out of Chun-Li.
0: Yeah. And while Chun-Li doesn't have any ranged attacks, I feel like her speed can dodge it very easily. Yeah. and um, She's
1: a fast, close-range fighter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like she would close the distance very easily. And uh, then, again, Sonya's not defenseless. Right, but right. I feel like even though she's the commanding officer of the special forces... The U.S. special forces and I feel later like the specialized task force. Based on what I've seen in the game, I feel like Shen Li has a better repertoire in her...
1: Uh, yeah. I feel... Well, yeah. And what did it say here? That uh, the only thing that I would say here is that... Uh, Oh no no she, she, I'm sorry she didn't have good defense against she had good flying attacks air punch and flying kick would be so I would say based off of their their air punch and flying kick I th- I think Chung Lee has the stronger of the two aerial attacks mm-hmm. or sorry star- she's got a multiple because she's got yeah. the spinning leg kick she's got the pogo thing yeah she's got a couple even though she doesn't have projectiles I think be- between her quickness and her uh and her aerial attacks I feel like she would have the leg up on Sonya Blade
0: and also I don't think you can spam like long-range attacks just indefinitely with Sonya. I think Mortal Kombat, I don't remember, as being able to just be like, boom, 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 boom. You like, could
1: pretty, pretty. I mean, I think good. it was
0: like you could fire, but then there was a cooldown on it, <laughs> if you will, and then fire. So I feel like it was really easy for her to to dodge, <clears throat> to, yeah, to yeah. get around and do that sort of stuff. Well, the thing
1: is, too, it was it was on one plane. So if you timed the jumps right, you could jump right over those, close that distance, and exactly. then you're in a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're so in I, a lot of trouble. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning very heavily on on... Shunli on this one, I, I would think. absolutely I think say she's that. she's got the upper hand. Now, him. I will
1: say that Sonia has gone up against what I feel like are more powerful characters. Like she had to go up mm, against uh, no, no, Shao Kahn and Kano, and not Kano, um, Goro.
0: Yeah, but she also fought against guys like Ryu, Ken, Zangief, Blanca, right? Yeah, Blanca and Bison. The, like yeah. that guy's got some pretty amazing skills too.
1: Can't he teleport?
0: He can teleport. Yeah. yeah, he can do all sorts of stuff. So I'd say it's pretty comparable as far as mm-hmm. you know. Power level goes. It may not be like mystical level, but I mean, right. to some degree, I mean these guys are shooting. Yeah, they're shooting fireballs and yeah. stuff like that. You know, E Honda's just gonna, you know, hundred hand slap you your bit, your ass, right? yeah. Your ass, yeah. <laughs> <ass and> yeah. <laughs> Blanco, whatever the fuck he is, he's gonna electrocute you. you yeah, know, like so, I'd say it's pretty he's Brazilian. Comparable. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just picture that's how all Brazilians you look. You got Dalzim, who's from India, who's shooting fire. He's got the long arms and legs, like. There's all sorts of shit over there, so you know, you got Vega, the guy. Well, he's not that impressive. He's just quick and annoying from Spain. Yeah,
1: um, stupid Vega. But he does have those like he's got some, slicer things, yeah, claws, the Wolverine things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say, yeah, you know what? Based off of everything we've gone down, I'm gonna say Chun Li has got yeah. the definitely has the edge here. I agree. Yeah, Chun Li. By the way, we did it, guys. It happened. It's done. Uh, Justin, yes. That was fun. Yeah, it was.
0: Um, I enjoyed it. I did as well. What do you have to promote this week? What do you got?
1: Oh, man. Uh, All right. So I'm going to promote. I watched two movies over the weekend. Oh, boy. And uh, one of them was Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And one of them was Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. Um, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I would give that uh, a solid, solid A. Mm -hmm. uh, And I would say definitely see that movie. Uh, Beth actually put it really well. She's like, that movie was, was uh, she was, it it had the storytelling of reading a book. Oh, interesting. Like it was very, uh, it just felt very descriptive. You feel like you really got to know these characters and it was just a different type of storytelling. It won an Oscar, didn't it? It did, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I think it cleaned up. I think, I think it, it won yeah. Best Picture. I, if I'm not, mis- if you're not mistaken. Yeah. Um, But yeah, very, very good. Murder on the Orient Express Was an interesting movie Mm -hmm. Uh, Visually it was really It was great Acting was fantastic I loved Kenneth Branagh Uh, The storytelling I thought was I had a a real hard time following it Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of moving parts Mm -hmm. Uh, It was told It was stylized It was okay Mm -hmm. It's one of those that I wouldn't I wouldn't carve out time to watch it Mm -hmm. But if you're like I'm bored Put it on (laughs) And so if, that's
0: your recommendation? Yeah.
1: Don't waste the time, but if you're bored, go it was, for it. I would say it was a solid B minus. <laughs> C plus, B minus. That's very
0: generous of yep. you.
1: <laughs> Have you seen it? No. Okay.
0: I don't know if I will.
1: You don't know if it's generous of me.
0: I, I think it's pretty generous, but the way you described it was basically like, <laughs> meh. Right. It's average, which is a C, Doug. No, you said B minus. Or
1: C plus.
0: <laughs> okay. You're very generous. <laughs> Um, I'd recommend. Uh, I just finished the episode today. Uh, the The most recent episode of Henry Rollins on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, episode eleven fifty five. Okay, um,
1: that guy's still kicking around,
0: dude. Henry Rollins is one of the most. Oh, fascinating. not Henry Rollins.
1: I'm sorry. I was think Who was I thinking of? Here? I don't know. Andrew Dice Clay. Sorry, <laughs> totally different. Two same people, very, right? Very,
0: very different. Yeah. Henry Rollins is a fascinating dude. Yes, he, he is. is so inspiring. The dude works his ass off
1: i feel like i've listened to that episode there
0: was an old there's one he was on about a year ago ah, okay and this got is it. this one came out just this week got it. so and he is just so much fun to listen to he's so enthused about life and he's got what <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't really have a lot of like he has friends but he he always says it like look if you want if you need help and you're three hours away you let me know i'll come get you don't ask me to come to dinner i don't want to do it <laughs> Right, he's like, I will, I will. He goes, you, you want to tell me to get up in front and speak in front of five, ten, you know, five thousand people? I'll do it. Just don't ask me to come to a party right. and hang out. I don't want to do it. Yeah, and so, but one of his good friends is Bill Shatner. For really? some reason, the two of them are just like buddies. Because
1: why not? Because he
0: did some a bit on uh, Bill Shatner's uh, uh, album. Okay, he had some stuff that he does on there, so they became really good friends and like. Several times a year, he'll go and hang out with them, and he's cool with that. That's the weirdest thing, and I love it. I know, and uh, but he, he's just a fascinating guy. He and Joe Rogan have a wonderful conversation. It's totally worth checking out. It's episode 1155 Joe Rogan Experience. We'll listen to it. You will feel inspired cool. to be great. Yeah, so, Rollins does that. He is an amazing human being, yeah. so check that out. So, guys, you can find MindGap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Mind Gap Podcast. and Justin exists in the digital realm. And the
1: digital realm is... Instagram and Twitter for you guys. Mm -hmm. Elsewhere for other people, but for you beautiful Mm -hmm. people, Instagram and Twitter. At Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L, because it's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, checking out things and stuff and places and people, you can also subscribe to us, you can review us, and you can uh, do both of those things, I guess. On uh, iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, and... Spotify. That's right, <laughs> you did it. I did it. I made it through. Uh, but yeah, do subscribe to us. Uh, uh, give us a review, and uh, please do share us around. Um, you know, uh, that is one of the biggest things that's going to propel the podcast forward into the next and uh, in the into year four. Yes. This is episode one of year four. Right? Yay! Yay. Uh, also, check out 2 dot com slash mindgap and 2 dot com slash the best bar podcast ever. Uh, next week, Milos and I are doing our. Uh, I use air quotes, our official 100th. Nice. Uh, we did a 99 and a half um, because we didn't. We wanted to push off the 100th so we could get a certain <laughs> guest. Uh, we're going to be doing a double blind uh, beer t- taste test to see if I can tell the difference between MGD, Miller Lite, Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Banquet, and Coors Light. Nice. So we're going to see if I can tell the difference between those beers. Good luck. Should be an interesting time. Nice.
0: Guys, thanks so much for listening. We love you, and we will see you next week on MindGap. Mind Gap Podcast.